Buenas noches, San Antonio. It's Puto SAFC. What's up, Clady? Hey, Maddie. How you doing, guy? How about the shake? Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. It's good to be. It's good to be back here in the in the pod den. It is good to be back in the pod den. <laughs> I know listeners are always like, "Oh, the pod den. What is the pod den anyway?" And I love the secrecy of this location here at the den. Thank you to. Uh... Mm, I don't know. If, friend of the pod, but not listener, Michelle, my wife, for getting the getting the dry getting the laundry done before we came in to came in to came in to get it. But man, it's it's a nice night. We played a little soccer ourselves. Things didn't go our way, but that hasn't um, that hasn't given me the rocking pneumonia and the boogie woogie blues. It, it, it hasn't. That's the song. That was the song. Why do you think I played that one, Matthew? Because the COVID. Something like cost that. Us a game. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and and also, I was thinking I was driving back from Port A, and uh, I was thinking about making a playlist um, of songs that I love from uh, soundtracks. Like, remember when soundtracks were a thing to movies? And they're you could, like, still, go, yeah. I, like, I don't know if they still are or not. Book, book Smart soundtrack is so good. All right, have see, you seen like, that movie? Yes, it's so yes, good. Yeah, Olivia Wilde did that, right? Isn't that? Who, but anyway, yeah. Um, but. Uh, this would be on my soundtrack one because Ooh, you, let me let me guess, the, guess movie. the movie. Um Boogie Woogie. And it's a different version of this song. It's 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 uh Alright, do I get three? Yeah. Sure. Blues Brothers. Nope. But close. Mm-hmm. I like that I where your head's at. You're not Ooh. Well no no not close in time, close in genre. Animal House. Kinda you're you're on the right path. Right era? Yes. A little bit later. A little bit later. A little Thank bit more you. I wanted, a, I wanted a time, a little bit more 80s. time directional stamp. Uh, how about that movie about Jerry Lee Lewis that I don't remember the Ooh, name of? Good, good call. Great Balls of Fire. Yes. With uh, Dennis Quaid. Is that it? No, it's not it. It's uh, Teen Wolf. It's the first time that he wolfs out in the basketball <laughs> game and he starts dunking. And, like, he's obviously jumping off of a trampoline, right? Like, to do it. It's Michael J. Fox, like, dressed up in, a, in, like, a Halloween wolf costume. And it's the first time he wolfs out and they, they win the game. <laughs> they, they win the game and they're, they're playing this song the whole time. And it's spectacular. Is there an SAFC player who resembles Teen Wolf at all? Mm, who's our hairiest? Probably Kamiri. If he didn't, yeah. if he didn't. When he had dreads, yeah, maybe. Because I really want to use Wolf Out. Tainer, Tainer probably has some back hair working. He's the Batman. <laughs> I want to use Wolf Out at a game this season. But That's right, a great you knew exactly. Wolf you knew exactly when I when I said Wolf Out. You knew exactly the scene that I was talking about, right? When he when like yes. when he like and it, they go off scene for the growling, and then all of a sudden he kind of jumps back in the frame. You know, Tainer <laughs> does. I used to call it seeing red. That's the closest thing we've seen on the. I wolf out at soccer. Maybe, hey, maybe that's a question for our listeners. Who do you think the hairiest? Who do you think the hairiest SAFC player is? Justin Dillon. Mate, ooh, I bet he has five o'clock shadow by like eleven o'clock, probably. <laughs> Remember last year, he had that like ninety fifth minute winner. Yes, he wolfed out that moment. Oh, just dribbled everyone. There's a good, there's a good wolf out moment for maybe, sure. And Collier too. Maybe it's just our enormous like Neanderthal forwards. They're six five. With golden feet that are like, Ugh! and they can have wolf out moments. They do wolf out occasionally. You're like, wow, you're six five, but wow, <laughs> wolf out. So that's a good little aside for us right there. But 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 the real reason that I played it is no game, no game, ladies and gentlemen. We saw. I'm sorry, we built it up. Um, sounded like it was from our end, right? 
like I think I read in one of the statements, either it was SAFC statements statement or on the USL, where we acknowledge that people like close to our team, um, right? Is did you did you see that? Eight cases. There you go. You have specific numbers, so inside, I'm not making that part up. Inside source. Okay. Knew the game was going to get canceled ahead of time. Friend of the pod that okay. I won't reveal. All right. So inside, deep, 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 deep. Last week's game was canceled. Yeah. So no, <laughs> so no game. So it's like, but but don't turn off right now. It said rescheduled. Yeah, for sure. And don't turn us off. Don't tune us out. We oh, because we, we got deep, 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 content. Yeah, we do. We got things we want to share with you people, and that doesn't mean we don't have any other SAFC news. Ooh, do we? Yeah, because there's there's news. There's do you news. want to address that now or later? Let's buddy. let's go now. Because I mean, Ooh, tell do tell. Let's get, let's t- talk SAFC because there's not a lot to talk about. So let's get that done. Let's do it. Do tell, Clayton. So two signings. One before the game was canceled, and um, that is welcome back, my man crush. Speaking of. The opposite of wolfing out and being hairy, Ignacio Bailone. Bailamos, let the rhythm take you over. Short shorts, Bailone. Oh man, there, and it took me back. Remember when we had all those Argentinians up up front? The shorts just weren't enough. Woo! They were so short. All so over. he's coming back from Serbia. It really? looks like he was playing. Yeah, he was playing Ooh. in the Serbian league. Is is good, what I, is what I looked and research, saw. Research, Clayton. Yeah, yeah. And so, for those that don't remember, back in 2020, we had all those Argentinians playing for us. Ignacio Bailone was one of them. It was only 20 games that season because that was the COVID shortage short, short year. And he had three goals and three assists in 17 games. But I remember just looking at those calves and those and those quads, man. Oh man, and he and he and he does Bailone around the field. He like he's like a ballerina, like you know, like Nutcracker. He, he doesn't skip leg day, does he? And he's a and he'll get physical and he'll get in there. And so I, I think that'll help because we we know what we want to do now, right? We want to have these big guys up front that will work hard, yep. and will lay into you yep. if they have a chance. Bailoni fits that, right? He is a perfect clone of the Dylan collier front line so, right so that so there so now there's instead of just two of those guys having to play all the time well we throw in a third there that's going to be competent exactly i say clone because i feel like he's a little bit cut rate version of these two but he does all the same things we wouldn't have been saying that i don't think when we first signed him you know and but we but we we got a season of watching him and no complaints about him no, no complaints he was playing as one of three High pressure big guy forward. So yep. he might be better this year in it the was way Sonyak, we. who's with El Paso, yeah. him, Bailone, and I can't remember who the Some third one. Some other RG. That was, the, that was the year. Oh, we had the guy that we thought that was too good that played out wide that was Argentinian. What was that guy's name? Pirano? No, not Pirano. The guy that played out wide. Orozco? No. No. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember who you mean. It'll but, come any, to me. but anyway, back to your point. He was one of three guys that were that was working their ass off the entire game. Maybe didn't start every game, but he played every game. He should fit right in as a 30-minute sub, spot starter, great rotation player. Yep. And you know what? He may be better the way we play now than he was the way we played before, right? It, on, He's got the foot skills. Yes, for in a sure. Big man. On, on its face right now, good signing SAFC. For sure. We needed it too. Patino, I wish he was back, but he's not yet. So Yeah, Nicky Hernandez looks like he may have been hurt. Pretty bad, and maybe really? so. Like, and we only had, like we said, in my we only had five guys on the bench in Miami, and we did not have any forward subs. We we subbed the whole front line. And we had no one to put in. So, yeah, yeah, good call. So great and, call. And then going to Nicky Hernandez injury and the fact that we got to have if we want to play with three in the middle, Beckford. we got to have it. We got to have a, a third one. Um, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So second signing. Um, this and I don't didn't know anything about it. his name is Jordy Delem. He came from the Sounders in MLS. He has tons 
of MLS experience, has played in like a couple of hundred games or something like that. In maybe not that many, but like over a hundred games in MLS. Like has been integral when they won the the Lamar Hunt Cup and. I thought I saw 30 MLS appearances. No, 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 no. More than that. Well, I, I don't know. We're not... But he, he has experience. good MLS he, experience. He played in As their... As much, if not more, than anyone else on our team. He played in the title game when they won the title. Yes, so that ain't nothing. And he was like their one of their first guys off the bench. Okay. I got on... I got on... A, I geeked out a little bit. I got on a Sounders um, fan, uh, fan to see what they were saying about the move because, you know, those geeks and... A lot of like, fans up there. Yes, exactly. A lot of people were like, were like, sad to see him go. I understand why he's going now. But he's been a good player for us. They have some young guys that they're coming to try to like replace him. Was he on their team? Did we buy him? Sign him? How did we get him? Loan? Uh, he's. Spe- I I don't know. That's a good. Did question. he play on their team this year? Yes, he did play for them. This Minutes. Year. Yes, he did play for them this year. The Conca Champions. I don't. Yes, exactly. So he's coming mm. from a team with a pedigree. He's been a. Not just a role player, I would say a pretty big part of their team. And he's coming down here. I don't know whether he's mad, whether this is just he saw the handwriting on the wall, or what, whether he had any control over it. Well, they like, did, They just signed Albert Ruznak this year. Uh-huh. He's And they brought him from attacking mid to center mid. And that's what this guy plays. He's a defensive midfielder. And, so, and they had that young 16-year-old yes, that the, friend of the pod, Tanner, was saying is overhyped. But they want him to, they want to start integrating him. They've been playing him out of necessity. So this guy's kind of getting squeezed out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but... but Fits the profile. Looks like he... Exactly. He can rotate in the middle with those guys. MLS cast off. Young, though. 24, on, on 25. Face, on face, another good signing. How old is this guy? I don't know. That's a good question. I in think. his mid-20s, I think. Probably. He's not 32. No. No way. Mid, mid to late 20s, I'm going to guess. He did... I think Seattle's judging. Uh, he's just not quite up to standard. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know what? Whatever bumps in the road we have with the young kid... Along the way, we've got cover with Resnick, and 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 so there. That old young kid that's not so young anymore, too. I can't remember his name. Not yeah. Vargas. Yeah, they have a couple of guys in that spot, so he wouldn't even necessarily be the first guy off the bench or anything like that these yeah. days. Okay. So anyway, good signing SAFC on its face. We'll see when we have our next game coming up on Saturday against RGV. I mean, I don't have much more about SAFC to talk about. Do you? Uh. I guess I'll, since we're there right now, I'll point out uh, three straight road games after this. So sad for me. They they delayed for COVID. We'll see if they play Saturday. They haven't said anything otherwise. But we're going on the road to RGV Saturday night and then at Sacramento the next Saturday and at Monterey Bay the next Saturday. So yeah. three straight Saturdays away. That's 21 days we missed this one home game. I was telling all the listeners for a month this is their only home game. And it was one versus two. It was. And know. it's rescheduled. So maybe it'll be on a, the Phoenix game they're playing tonight. So it's possible we could play on a Tuesday or a Wednesday coming up soon. Yeah. But as currently scheduled, we're not home again until June 14th. Yeah. So listeners, watch. You know, let's like let's su- support in any way we can. You know, I know it's tough. Three weeks in a row. This is a holiday weekend. They're going down to RGV. This is the beach road trip. I mean, I'll watch because I'm not. You know what? I'll do a double. I'll do it. I'll I'll do a two for on Saturday. I'll do Champions League, and then and then SAFC. Yeah. RGV. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know. E that's too bad. But I'm gonna do it in a responsible way. <laughs> okay. Good. 
Yeah, I, I want to watch Saturday. I wish I could go, but it's my son's birthday weekend. So. I think I saw something on the what, like uh, bus. Yeah, uh, Crocketeers. Crocketeer bus. Good, good job, Crocketeers. Sixty Anyone bucks. interested out there that doesn't know how? I guess get on the Crocketeers page, Facebook. Who they contact. Yeah, like, yeah. They just sent me a thing today about it on the Facebook. Sixty bucks. There's seats. Round trip down to RGV, back up, and a ticket. Sixty dollars. Good group. Good fun. Fun people. Drink some beers. But man, you know, I got my, it's my son's birthday. You've got life too. It's, you got busy, so yeah, we can't make it. But that doesn't mean people shouldn't, you know, if man, they can. This one is perfect, Clayton. I really wish I could make this work, but there's no way I can make it work. Yeah, family first. So, listeners, don't don't tune out now. Just because we may be done with SAFC and talking about SAFC, Matthew, we came up with some ideas. We are puto. We're puto SAFC, but yeah, I don't know. Came up with a bunch of different. Different ideas. We decide. Did this one sound the best to you of all the ideas? Well, I think I acknowledge that I like the idea, but I have an idea as well, and, so, and maybe we'll play off of each other. Whoa! And, yeah. So let's let's see. Maybe maybe this makes good content. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Okay. Well, what we agreed to talk about was thumbs up, thumbs down on the European season that just ended. All the Euro leagues, talking I, players, I, teams. Thumbs up, thumbs I, down. I kind of did that, so we're, we're not too off base. I did it in a little different format, um, but but what I, did can, you, I can I can adjust my what format did you to do? figures. I kind of did same kind of thing, but individuals tied to the United States and the United States national. I, so I kept it pretty specific to that, just because that kind of leads into something else we want to talk about. But we, we oh. go we go back and forth, and good. I think this is good. Look, Clayton, the next thing on my itinerary is the four u.s games coming up yeah so, so there we go yes. so we're in a good place right now you and me we're in a good place but for those of you who don't know last weekend a lot of the leagues wrapped up the weekend before that some other leagues wrapped up this saturday the champions league final the end of the euro season it's been a great year right spectacular and one team won and they hadn't won in a long time you got Two thumbs teams, we've got things so let's let's talk about europe all right um i do Thumbs up to uh, Jesse Marsh, Woo! Uh, American coach in Europe. And um, for those that don't follow Jesse Marsh, he was a player and played in the United. Did he play in Europe? Some, I don't know for sure. I don't think so. But he played. stay on the U.S. Men's National Ch- Team. Chivas USA. He did, and um, but uh, made a name for himself at Red Bull Salzburg in Austria. First at Red Bull New York. Coaching. Yes, he was, and then he made the Red Bull. He got transfer. in with the, he got in with that company, and they liked what they saw, and they promoted him, so to speak. Yeah, they moved him over to Austria. He did well in Austria, had Champions League success, won the league a couple of times, and then made a move to the big Red Bull in Germany that has been a mainstay in the Champions League for a while. That has tons of people, and he got run out of there pretty quick. They huh. did not get very good results. Nope. They, How about this, Clayton? Red Bull New York to Red Bull Salzburg to Red Bull Leipzig. Sounds like a good company to work for. <laughs> if you do good things, they'll take care of you. But man, he got the chance. This you gave a thumbs up, right? Let me just lay it out Let before me... you redeem him. He started at Leipzig in August. He was fired by October. By Christmas for sure. Oh yeah. So the first American coach in the Bundesliga in a long time, besides Peter Pellegrino Matarazzo and uh, at Stuttgart. What? Uh, David Wagner. David Wagner. Good call. Where was he? Hoffenheim? Was he? Mm. Anyhow, and he's fired. So how's this a thumbs up? No, he was at the one that McKinney was at when they went down. Schalke. Yeah, he was at Schalke. Okay. Okay, anyway, go ahead. 
Well, so he's fired. So he gets fired. And so that's an American, another American flaming out in Europe. Not Bob Bradley style, but because he had a little bit of a track record. But anyway, within the same calendar soccer year, he gets hired by a big club in, in England, a traditionally big club. People, a lot of people don't know they're a big club now, but they're one of, traditionally one of the biggest clubs in Europe, Leeds United, and, and they weren't in spectacular spot when he first took them over, but he, they dropped down into relegation, and redemption story, last game of the season on Saturday, they get a result in their game, and another result goes the right way for them, and they survive relegation, and so a chance for an American manager to start fresh, start, you know, put his, put his stamp on things as much as they'll let him, and, and hopefully he doesn't flame out again. Is that what you were watching on Sunday when the EPL finished at 10 a.m.? I watched, um, no, I watched the, the title, but I did check in on, the, on, on, on his game. Why did you text that you were watching Leeds or that you were most interested in That's Leeds? What, no, I just said I, was, I didn't have access to Peacock and their game was on Peacock where uh, I was. Me either. Yeah. Same. Uh, and I was totally with you 100%. Great call. Huge thumbs up. Um, you didn't mention the drama. I mean... Newcastle had to win and Leeds had to win. And there was a moment where it was really in doubt and the fake American, right? The semi-American. Oh, Jack, Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Yeah. Englishman who came to college in the U.S. played MLS at NYCFC. You don't know. Yes, that's right. Yes, he Went did. over to quote-unquote Man City to get loaned out to Leeds. Long story short. He was at Middlesbrough for, for a while before he was yes, at Leeds. Yes, he was. Anyway. 93rd minute winner. Yep. 2-1? 2-1. And it was, they were technically still up at the moment he scored, but all it was going to take was one Burnley goal and they were relegated. Yeah. And he scored the goal that made it irrelevant. Yeah. They're up. Good drama for an American Whoa. in the middle of the European... You know, like like where, where, where people are crying and people lose their jobs and stuff like that. Ninety third you know? minute, yeah, hundred million dollar goal. Thumbs up, Jesse Marsh. I wish I'm I'm hoping this is a springboard for good things for him in the Premier League. Big deal, yeah. Them that goal is a big deal. That's a that's something. Yep. What do you got? My first. I'll go naked. <laughs> oh no. Well, this is a good parallel. My first thumb on my list that I made before I even knew we were doing it this way is thumbs down to relegated Americans, Clayton. A lot of positive things about Americans leading into the Euro season. Americans playing over in Europe, but when you look at the relegation of every league, it's kind of splattered. You got Venezia. I love Venice. Great jerseys. Two Americans playing there. From Dallas. Young kids. Relegated. Norwich with Josh Sargent. Second year in a row he's relegated. Last place Norwich. Gone. Bielefeld in Germany. Poor George Bello. Moves from Atlanta. Scores an own goal that secures their relegation. Oh, man. It wasn't a bad one. He was only there half the season, too. Like, he came in December or something. It's a fast break, and he's marking the guy, and it bounces off him and goes in. So he's trying, and he doesn't even kick it. But it hits him, and it's an own goal. And then you go to, uh, so what do we got? We got Germany. We got England. We got Italy. Go to Spain, the fourth biggest, right? The other big four league. Yeah. Mallorca. Mallorca? Where is... uh, Hoppy. Matthew Hoppy. Yeah, he's at. in Mallorca. 
they stayed up by the skin of their chinny chin chin, I believe. But he was on loan anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on you, Matt Miazga's I, I, I have got really. Good. I have thumbs down, Matthew Hoppy. Worst move for an American Whoa. this year. You're nerding out, Clayton. Worst move for an American this year. Who's he and where'd he go and why is that bad? So he was at somewhere in Germany, Schalke. Schalke, who went down, and he was young, but he was getting lots of minutes there. He Seven was goals. he was on the USA radar, and actually he played for the USA a couple of times and looked like he could be something. Yeah. Not, like he wasn't nothing. He looked like he could be something. He makes this move to. Mallorca, and boom, they get relegated like the same season. Now, he's he was there the whole year. He's apparently on loan. Is he? I don't know where from. Did they get relegated, or did they save it at the oh, last minute? I think maybe they did, but anyway. I think he, they saved it. He, he's gone from, from highly relevant in the U.S. landscape to... Not not even a whiff not even a whiff of him. So weird. He played against Real Madrid in like October, and I watched that game just to see him. And he looked good. He looked dangerous. And they didn't play again for like four months. Yeah, I I don't know whether what like how his play has been, but I do know kind of a business sense. I guess uh, as a business move, bad business move, bad business move. Stock not, stock down. Yeah, for sure. All right, I got a thumbs up to the EPL title race. And specifically Manchester City mm-hmm. and Liverpool. You were watching that game? Yeah. I don't know if you did what I did, but I was watching Man City went down. I mean, any title race that goes to the last 15 minutes, Manchester City goes down 2-0. I change the channel while I'm away watching Liverpool. City scores three goals, three minutes. It's pretty fucking classic. Yeah, we were talking about it out at the field tonight. We are just like... What was the highlight of the day, or what were you watching, or what, what do you think the biggest storyline was? Is what we were set out, and because one of the guys said, "Oh, Liverpool, you know, playing great and getting a win, or what, or getting a win, big storyline right there." I was like, "Nah, I think it's probably Man City <laughs> on this one, guy. Like they had their backs against the wall, and they had that kind of soft reputation, you know, like when everything's going their way." Because I mean, they've had some epic collapses. Well, how about more they, in the Champions League than in the than in the the English league? You don't have to go back years. They lost the Champions League how many weeks ago? Yeah, two exactly. weeks ago. And then they were down two goals their next to last game in the EP, and they had to come back to draw really against uh, West Ham, I think. Yep, that's yep. right. And and they're down two, and Pep makes some moves. He takes Fernandinho off because he was playing Fernandinho as a center back, right? Remember, so Fernandinho was playing as a center back. Was that at halftime? He took him off at halftime. I missed. Put, put Gungawan on no, and, John, on and Stones. Zinchenko. And no, yes, he put Zinchenko and Gungawan on and took off Fernandinho and somebody else. Yeah, and bunch. and those moves kind of kind of worked. He also put in da- Daniel Sterling in like the 65th minute, and I was like, why is he not well, starting like, that game? Liverpool didn't play Salah. Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> Why? Yeah, like I mean, uh, well, they have a Champions League final. I, Man yes. City's done. But anyway, the story is the story is Man City with that comeback. So and and thumbs up to Man City with giving us more drama. You know, like they just love to give us drama, don't they? Going back to Tevez or whoever scored and Aguero, Aguero, yes, He's got a statue. Yeah. Ten years ago, this month, this week, you saw the sta- statue, right? Yeah, they put up the Aguero statue. And 10 years later, we have a winner in the 80th minute to win the league. That's legend shit. Um, watching, watching soccer has maybe overtaken the NFL with me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe has overtaken the NFL. Yeah, for Definitely sure. the NBA. 
for sure. Not probably not baseball for me, just because I'm just that old purist. But it's definitely better than college football for me. Yeah. So, but anyway, so thumbs up to yes, all that. And they're getting Erlen Holland, the best striker in the <laughs> yeah. world, next year. So wow. Yeah. What do you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to SAFC. Ooh. Thumbs up and. Good Europe to Jose Gallegos. Yeah. Gallegos is getting like 90 minutes now. Like he's playing, he's starting, he's playing most of the game. Dude, the last two, the last, so I check soccer by Ives still. I know that's kind of old school and maybe out of date. And But um, for those he, of you out he's there, been, it's a website. It's really awesome. Yeah. And p- p- picked, um, um, he's now making weekly appearances on the Americans Abroad section where. You know, like he wasn't the first part while he's there. Like he's, we saw him score a goal, his first goal, like last month. Or Meaning something like he that, should right? be on the national team radar for our real national team. I'm just radar. Yes. Just the radar. There you go. That's generally what we think of on that. That if, like, for those listeners that don't know, it's a they have Americans abroad and they put what every Amer- American that's playing that's playing abroad what they did last week and just kind of list it real quick. What are you talking? Thirty guys. 40 guys, 50 I mean, it's guys. expanded a lot over the last couple of years. I haven't been on Ives in yeah, years. It's, it's, probably, it's probably 50. So, top 50? Yeah. That's something, bro. Yeah. Thumbs up. Jose Gallegos, European action for Augsburg. I still don't have any Augsburg gear or whatever it's called. Yeah, Solskjaer. Question. Did they get relegated? No. Because they were in the relegation playoffs. No, they did not. Woo! Yeah. Because that's Haji Wright's club. No, Haji Wright's in Turkey now. He, on loan from Solskjaer. Oh. oh, yes. Did you that have that? Is true. Did you have that as a thumbs up? No, by any chance? No. I just My since next you walked one, right into that. Look, okay. you walked right into thumbs up, Haji Wright. Ooh, bet maybe best move of the off season of the for an American going to Turkey and scoring like twenty goals in the Turkish first division, and all of a sudden being all over the U.S. American radar. You know who Haji Wright played against? No. Your San Antonio FC. He did. Ish. He was a New York Cosmo. In the old, old days, Haji Wright was like this New York prodigy. You know you've seen the stories, right? Yes. He played with Pulisic and all the 23, Tyler Adams. He's part of that crew. Right. And when he was a 17-year-old New Yorker, he didn't want to sign with MLS because he didn't want to have to do the MLS program. Stick around and... and until they decide what they want to do with you. Then. Yes, just like Reyna and McKinney after him. Yeah. And so he signed Cosmos for a year or so. It's like, go, it's like going and signing with the Harlem Globetrotters for a year because you don't want to be drafted by a shitty team. Like, or more <laughs> relevantly, like signing in New Zealand or Australia. Right. Like these kids are doing now. Yes. There's some first-round top-ten pick who's in Australia who's an American. Right. But I do say it like the Harlem Globetrotters because the Cosmos were kind of like the yeah like they, were, they were they did like they were signing all these crazy dudes like remember they had the all time leading Champions League scorer Raul. yeah they had so Raul. Haji Wright played anyway. alongside Raul. so did you know that that he was a Cosmo I forgot I totally forgot that I probably knew it but I totally forgot when he was like seventeen to eighteen then he went over to Europe he went to Schalke just like Matthew Hoppy yeah scored a few goals in the Bundesliga for Schalke did he he did. There would be a rant because the dude can put the ball in the net. I don't know what else he does, but he puts the ball in the net. He played some games and he scored maybe two goals in the Bundesliga. Yeah, but he's just not consistent. Well, you know what? He's going to get a chance to be our number nine. Ooh, we'll he's going to be our chance. Right. To, and you know, 
you keep coming up with good tra- uh, uh, every one of mine is going to be a transition to the US team when we want to get there but what else you got good so USA later uh, I've got a thumbs down to state owned soccer clubs whoa explain yes I found myself rooting for Real Madrid Clayton I hate Real Madrid they're the whites they're the royalists oh yeah they're the Spanish crown but you know what they're not PSG they're not Man City they're not Newcastle. They're not bought and owned by a terrible Petro State. Chelsea. Ooh, you went there, huh? I went, yeah. But I mean, is he worse than some of the other managers in the Premier League? Owners? Yeah, owners. Yes, he is. He's Vladimir Putin's right-hand man and money launderer. <laughs> yes, Clayton, he is. He's yes. probably had people killed, Clayton. <laughs> but worse than the Newcastle's owners? No. But worse than the Boston Red Sox owners who made their money on cable TV networks? Yes, he's worse. Okay, so is your point that that Real Madrid is not one of them? They are state-owned They are state owned and state-sponsored. They're not state-owned. The, isn't that guy that's their president, he owns, like, the construction company that builds all the all the highways and shit with the, and has contracts with the Spanish government? That's not so, state-owned. I get it. Okay. He's a businessman. Okay, gotcha. Come on, man. No, he's, no, no. he's a mafioso businessman. So is what you're saying, you're, you're, you're happier with them, and so you're not rooting, to, like, you're not mad that they're in the Champions League final? Anyone but Arab oil states, Clayton. Okay. It's, it just ruins the economics when one team pay, has, it's just laundering money, essentially. It's just spending without, right. okay, how much do you need? Here's the check. Gotcha. You knew kids that were, Trust fund babies. Did yeah. you, were they good people? I get it. I see. Did you that, like yes. them? I get it. Later. Very rarely. I just don't like and it. So, so I and, don't like it. And clubs that have have a history and a tradition of doing things, and like even if you don't agree with it and you don't love it, there's still something to be said for that, right? That they Man they're, U is the, quite romantic now. Okay, I see. That yeah, ninth place. I, that's that's. <laughs> I get that point. That's a, that's sad, but it's true. It's sad, but it's true. Like it, there's. We we kind of long for the days of the old money, right? The old money team, the the new money, the new money people. At least it's, that money was like the Manchester industry, or the Real Madrid, Real construction company. Right. At least it's in freaking Spain. Right. right. It's not I, just money coming out of the you're ground. You're drawn toward more towards the Vanderbilts than the dot com guys these days. That's kind of the analogy I'm making. But Vanderbilts dot coms. No 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 dot com people don't like. Kill journalists. And oh yeah, that's true. Have, <laughs> might have slavery workers. Yeah, that's if true. they do that, I will root against them. Okay, too. Get it. Um, I have a thumbs down. I've been pretty positive about everything. <laughs> Conrad De La Fuente is he dropping off the radar? King Con. Yeah, I, Tanner. Tanner would reach out through the phone if he was listening and grab my neck because that's Tanner's guy. But man, he's just never shown me anything. Is he on Soccer by Ives? Is American and Abroad? He is, report. but it, but you know what's in parentheses? DNP coach's out. decision or or D- DNP and out injury. Like he just he he's just man. dropping dropping off the radar. He went from the Barca bench and getting minutes sometimes at Barcelona. Yes, to a lone move starting every game to a good team in France. You know, to a good top seven like, team, Champions League. You know. Um, but he just didn't do anything there this year at all. He did things at some point, but not this year. Yeah. And now he's not even getting minutes for them. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. So ne- I don't like going negative, but but there's another negative for me because I've been keeping it pretty positive. But anyway, go on. Well, I've got a thumbs up. The Magic is back, Clayton. Ooh. The FA Cup. The Magic returned. Oh, yeah? And that's tying to USL, put OSAFC, like the uh, US Open Cup. 
How good was the FA Cup this year? Spectacular. Do you remember that last year, the FA Cup final was the first game with fans in the stands? That's right. It was. We had a whole year of the magic. And I don't love Britain like you love Britain. But I love me fans, and I love me supporters. And the FA Cup was just... Got old men eating meat pies on the sideline with a pint of... Like, you know, Magna, Magners or whatever. My bingo card is full, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I have a tie-in, because a thumbs up is a tie-in that crowds are back to. And, like, crowds matter. I don't want to watch soccer in an empty stadium ever again. Like, just a year ago, SAFC had 3,000 people at games. Euro Cup last summer, Clayton, 12 months ago, the Euro Cup, some... Stadiums had fans. Some had a few. Oh, that's right. I remember it was different at every limited venue, capacity. They did it at like eight different venues or whatever. They cut down the tournament venues. Good job, Europe, getting getting it getting back to normal for the fan of soccer. You know, like I don't know what it's like anywhere outside of a soccer stadium, but what I've seen inside the soccer stadiums in Europe, I have liked. <laughs> did you watch the Sunderland game? The promotion. Final from the third division. Thumbs up, Lyndon Gooch. Yeah! Thumbs up, Lyndon Gooch. On your list. Right, I've got it right there on my list. Great tie-in right there. Sunderland, we've talked about. We talked to the guys that helped make the show on one of our pods. Wise Men Say is yes. pod. Look it up. Yes. Like, and we've, we, follow, we watched that show. You followed them, right? They had changed in ownership like, since, since that show. But like new young money coming in. And Lyndon Gooch has been part of all of this. He's been there, like, I, th- I threw it out there to you and Tanner, like, f- six years, seven years? Since the Premier League? Seven years, yeah. The since whole they were in the Premier- dissension? The whole, th- he's been there the whole time. For, for those of y'all that don't know, Lyndon Gooch is, I don't know where he came from. America. But, yeah, he's just, <laughs> he and he just looks like an American player. And he, he's, he's like Paul Areola, like, light maybe, or maybe plus, I don't know, but was on the U.S. radar for a while, he got some cap, some games. He does. He did play, and then and then tied himself to Sunderland, and, and was a good professional. Has been a good professional, and they just kept going down and down and down, and so he wouldn't get looks from the U.S. national team. Is he, is he like the Patty Mills of Sunderland? I mean, there was a while there where we were like, we weren't mad that Lyndon Gooch was playing, you know, like there there we would be now, but but what I'm saying is like for his dedication to 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 playing with this team, like he should get he should get. He should get called in. It's, it's oh. He should get called in. Like remember when they used to call in? Um, who was the guy that played at Nottingham Forest? The 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 back, right back, and sometimes he played left back. Was his name Jack? Um, you know what I'm talking about. He had dark hair. I want to say Johnny Bornstein, but I don't no, think it's no, Johnny no, 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 Bornstein. No. He he. And you like, had a uh, Bobby Convy. No, no, no. no. Later the than Bob, championship. Later than Bobby Convy. Ah, why can't I remember his Jack. name? Jack. Jack Elliott or something like oh, that. Oh no, that's uh, Billy. Uh, that dude, you had a man crush. On I this did, fellow. and you like had a man crush because he, I was looking through some old emails, and your man crush, <laughs> actually, on the trophy of our soccer. Yes, I know it. On our it? soccer championship fantasy trophy, the Eric Lehigh man. Yes, crush. Eric Lehigh man crush. That was the name of my team at one point. It was <laughs> Eric Lehigh. Eric Lehigh. He's got a big and, Eric and Lehigh they, vibe. But, but they brought him back, like to the U.S. national team, for some like. Kind of farewell games, like play. I think he played you know, some gold cups. You know sh- what you're gonna get? You're gonna <laughs> get 90 minutes of effort. Yes, and there you go, Lyndon Gooch, thumbs up. And so Sutherland's going back up. They won two two nil in their championship game, 
and uh, at Wembley, seventy six thousand fans. So they're going back into the championship. It's going to renew some old rival. It's going to renew the Ooh. rivalry with Middlesbrough, Ooh. who's right there across the the river from them. So anyway, that ties it to Sunderland. Boom. Did, what did you want to say anything more about Sunderland? Biggest crowd in the history of the League One promotion game, seventy six thousand fans. There we go. And they asked for ten thousand more seats, and they were denied. Yeah. 46,000 Sunderland people took the train down there. And you watched the documentary. Yeah, we did. I'm sure there were some flabby titties just getting <laughs> shown on the streets. All those pink guys, like, that they take their shirts off and they just get pink within five minutes of having their shirt off. Like, if the sun is even on, like, their giant white bellies just get pink. What are they, the Red Sox or the Cubs or whatever? Just a crap team that's got a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, about two more thumbs. Okay. I have a thumbs up that the Super League is dead. Clayton, just one year ago, oh, time man. is a flat circle. April of last year, the Super League was proposed, born and died, still born on the same day. Man, remember the fallout of that? Like, they were talking about, like, banning them from doing this and all these penalties and this, that. Every, you know what makes everything better? Money. And, <laughs> like, and them agreeing to come back. Uh... You know, I think they probably didn't punish them. as Like, do you remember what the punishments were? Supposedly. supposedly but they kind of did like this, we'll reform the Champions League if you guys chill the fuck out. Yes. And, we'll see if that's better or worse. I don't know. Yeah, and I can't remember what they're going to do to make it different. But whatever. Like, thumbs up that it's dead. Yeah. Because that died. was like, like what, what fun would that have been? It would be like the Saudi golf tour, man. That's the exact analogy I was going to use, mm. and you know what? There had to be some fall guys, and and like like Fick, Nicholson. Phil Nicholson, yes. Like, and you know what? The fans like remember the rioting like at, at Man at Man United, yeah. Like with them like setting like garbage cans on fire and like throwing them over the fences. And Can shit you believe like that? that was only one year ago? No, that seems like a long time ago. I totally forgotten about that. I cheated. I put in biggest soccer stories into Google, and that popped up. And I was like, what? A year ago? Wow. So, um, let's transition into, um, what's coming up for us. Clayton, for the Americans in Europe, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You had Juve, McKinney, Jesse Marsh fired. Barca, Dest, Jesse Marsh hired. (laughs) Chelsea, Pulisic, Chelsea, Pulisic. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Dortmund, Reyna, injured. But here's the deal. At least we're having these conversations. It's really a weird time, right? We're these players at the best of clubs. They're having troubles, but growing pains. Well, and we're getting sucked into the drama that we like, that we kind of make fun of or that we don't love and stuff like that. But we're being sucked into that European drama because we love the game and we love supporting our guys. Someone gets benched for one game and they got to leave. Yeah, and so like now we're checking like the Daily Mirror to see like, what well, what is wrong with Pulisic? Is it a Tuchel thing? Is it a Pulisic attitude thing? Like, what are the fans saying? Like, we're, we're, we're in the drama. Dude, Christian Pulisic's dad on Twitter? Yes. That's a thing? Him him taking the Chelsea logo yes. off his Twitter account. I also See, saw that. We know that. We we're know dorks. That. We're in it. We're officially British we're now. It. Yes, we're in it, dude. Oh, we don't know about their wives or girlfriends, though. Well, I know about the Colleen Rooney, Jamie Vardy trial between their wives. But not American, not Polish, not American. So moving on. So what's I coming have, up? US, USA, USA, USA is coming up. I have the schedule written down. Should okay. I go through? Yeah, it? let's go through it real quick. So listeners, uh, if you're 
stressed out about not having European soccer around, boom, international soccer is starts next week. Right, Matthew? Or having SAFC around. Yeah. Given the corona. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, June 1st, versus Morocco in America. Somewhere, 6.30 p.m. Wednesday night, next Wednesday. Yep. I'm excited for that one. That's yep. a good post So Champions League this weekend, SAFC, and then boom, Wednesday you get international soccer. Wednesday night. With all the people, the desks, the Pulisic, they're coming back, right? Well, everyone that's that's healthy. And Kenny, like, um, roster's out. We'll get into that, right? Yeah, there we go. Sunday, June 5th, so just four days later, the day after SAFC game, home against Uruguay. Panini, Group H, yes. previewed Uruguay. Yeah, so be on the lookout for some of those people we mentioned. Um, the players, the striker. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> man, where are my notes? They're he, around here somewhere. Jimenez, right? The defender? Yes, yes. You got the little tiny midfielders that run around. Yes. And then you've got the new guy that you warned us what for. What is the cow? You've got on. a phone. I'll, I'm going to keep going through the schedule. Well, listener, remind us. Go ahead. Friday. So that next Friday on the 10th in Austin versus Grenada in the Nations League at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. It's going to be late. I hope my wife can stay up that late because we have tickets. I will, s- I will be at that game. You're going to be sauced. I will be at that game. Friend of the pod, Tanner. It's her birthday. Ooh. It's her birthday, so there's gonna be a lot of friends of the pod there. I bet. I think so. You know, friend of the pod, Bert Her- Hergesheimer and Julia. We saw them at the last Austin game. We did. They're gonna be there. We're staying at. We're taking the kids up, staying at a hotel out there that's pretty cool looking. Um, that's within walking distance of Q2 Stadium. Whoa, Grandmama, uh, Grandma is coming to watch the kids while we go and and watch the USA game. You're gonna march to the match. You know, from your hotel room. Per- you know, I'm gonna be there. So there we go. There's that. That's on the 10th. And Friday it's the 10th. Nations League, so it quote-unquote matters. And then Tuesday, June 14th, the following Tuesday, so about three weeks from today, the same time that SAFC is playing, home against El Salvador, 9 p.m. again. This time around, remember how last time they scheduled a World Cup qualifier at the same time as SAFC? This time, what will, what will it be, SAFC or the USA or El Salvador? It's SAFC home against Atletico San Luis of Mexico oh. at 8 p.m. So if I'm not in attendance, I'll be watching the USA. Okay. And if I'm in attendance, I'll be attending. Because you know what? I always say, like, playing is first, watching is second, and TV's third. Okay. So these games, while they're all friendly except for the, the whatever, the those two CONCACAF qualifying or whatever, Nations League, um, they do mean something in that. This is World Cup, like, we're on the heels of the World Cup. I mean, we're doing World Cup previews. Six months from the World Cup. Yeah, so we need, we need to get a sense of what's going on. This isn't just joke around, this like, is, MLS guys. Yeah. Is this seven-on-seven seven football for, you know, fly, like, the high schools play? I mean, I don't know what the rest of the world is going to do, but, I mean, I think I think he needs to be start working on, you know, like, getting some kind of, co- like, coherent plan and uh, trying to, play with the guys that you have that are going to be playing. Is this fall ball? Is this seven on seven? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're scouting. Yes. You're, oh, I see what you're saying. You're putting saying. Clayton at right back to see what he does. Yeah. I mean, yes. And, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's, it's a great. good thing. Yeah, I think it's we a good thing. we got some new faces. Do you have that Yes, I, list? I have something that I'm excited about. I got about. some people I want to see. And this Who do you want to see? Ties into my, um, ties into thumbs up in Europe. Cameron Carter Vickers. Yes. You know I've always been a big fan of his. Ever since those Youth World Cups. You mean like Cup yeah, and like, he, now he hasn't, like, physically, I think he was probably just the exact, like, he was more mature than everybody back then, and, but you know what, 
He's changed his game. So Cameron Carter Vickers, American of of English descent, kind of or English probably parentage, wasn't he? Yes, and Tottenham product still is has bounced around to like four or five different clubs out on loan with Tottenham, and as a result hasn't been in the U.S. landscape at all in a long time. Goes to Celtic this year. Plays in some huge games. Ends up starting. They end up winning the winning the Scottish League. Um, they do well in the Europa in the Europa League as well. He's a huge part of it. Boom, he's on the roster. I, do I think that he's one of our top three or four center backs right now? No, but good for him. It, it never hurts to have guys coming in and playing and competing. I think CCV is one of our top center backs. Whoa. There was talk of him winning Scottish Player of the Year. Yeah. He's a finalist. Yeah. Do you know who the last Celtic center back finalist Scottish Player of the Year was? Spectacular that you did this. I know this. I'm making up facts right now. Oh, okay. But you know who also played center back there before he was signed by Liverpool? Virgil van Dijk. Yes. Yeah. So is this like a dude playing for the minor league team? No. This is a pathway team. And he did great. He played almost every game. I mean, there's been no consideration of him being in the Tottenham squad. I think, I mean... They're going to sell him. Yeah, that's... 10 million euros. Yeah, I think, yeah, Celtic wants him. Yeah. Celtic, Celtic wants him. One of the top two two or three players on the Champions of Scotland and a far Europa team, like, that's great. You know, yes, exactly. And so he's back in the mix. I don't know if he'll get playing time. We have a lot of center backs. He better play. I want to see him. Uh, there I you want go. to see him play. I mean, there are four games. It's you seven on him, seven. You, you can get him on the play. Play with a three-back system at some point in time and have him on there. No, collect data. Got it. There Put him go. in the game. Good. See what he does. If he's against Uruguay and he sucks. That's a great way to collect data. Thank you, sir. Throw him out Bye-bye. there. Give him a chance. Why would you bring him in if you're not going to play him? Haji Wright. Collect data. Okay. Give him he, a start. He was on my list of people that I'm excited excited to see. Go ahead. Give me give me something from on the roster that you're excited about. I feel like we already went into Haji. We good? With yeah. Haji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? I'll, I'll just add one last thing. He has just as good a chance as anybody to be our number nine, right? Yes? I mean, why not him? This is, I think, what I texted you and, and Tanner when I said, like, why not him? Better you know? than, yeah. Nobody else has seized it. Please. So, okay, go ahead. How about another center back with three letters, EPB? Eric Palmer Brown. I just learned recently that you Emerson called- Lake and Palmer. You call his his club Chua. And so I like it better now. T-R-O-Y-E-S. Chua is the correct pronunciation. Not Troy. Not yeah. Troy's. I thought it was Troyes. You know? Chua. We're from, it's like, Bordier, is it Bordier or is it Bordier? So, so, sporting Kansas City product out of Kansas City. Lots of U.S. youth national team. Lots of hype. Couldn't get out of MLS forever, though. Couldn't get minutes. Couldn't get out. Got loaned out here and there. Is he a Manchester City-owned product, I believe? Who? EPB. Ooh. He went to Man City. He did. So that they could loan him everywhere under the sun. Finally finished a real season in a real league in France. And he, by all accounts, did well. They weren't relegated. Fine. Was he in Belgium for a while? He was everywhere. Yeah, he's been a lot of different places, He was like Jose Gallegos. He's he's like... But you got to worry, though, if he keeps going, bouncing around, is he going to be like Miazga? He had a good year, though. Like Miazga. Yeah. Because CCV was going down the same path as well. And then this this year it worked out for him. Then EPB put him in the shop window. Oh. Oh. Who you got? Um, I'm going to cut us off at 50 minutes, okay? Joe Scally. Joe Scally, Joe Scally, Joe Scally. We've mentioned him on the show before. Young, just all of a sudden, like, at the beginning of the season, we're like, 
Who the fuck is this American guy starting at left back for Borussia Mönchengladbach? 18? Yeah, like 19? I, I I didn't know that guy. I'd never seen him before and NYCFC like we're not products. super we're not super geeks, but like we generally know like the kids that all of a sudden are going to be just starting in, in the German league, you know? And he he got passed over the last couple of times when there's been a lot of chatter for him and and I mean, you can see the reasons maybe why they didn't bring him. Like, maybe too young. Maybe, like, give him a chance to, to latch on at his, at his club. This is his first, like, professional job outside the United States. You yeah. know, like, maybe... And, and I understand those arguments, but, like, the, the play on the field and the fact, like... I mean, we could have used him in some of these tournaments that we played in, right? <sighs> Seems like it. And especially, he can play left back, and we don't have anyone other than Anthony Robinson. So he, I mean, Dest, but, you know, like, he can play left back, probably in a serviceable way. Clayton, are you going to be watching more USA over the next two weeks or more SAFC over the next two weeks? I'm going to be watching more USA. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, some of it's going to be, like, me fast-forwarding through SAFC, but not USA. Not USA. No way. Like, I make the, like, I make the kids go to bed when, two hours. when it's a night game. Yeah. I, like, I don't, you know, like, I don't want anyone to... To text me, you know, <laughs> I don't want, to, like, no, I mean, like, if I don't get to watch it, like, right, yes. on, right on time. Yes, yeah. you put the phone on Do Not Disturb, and you're like, I'll check my phone at nine thirty. Yeah, after I've watched this game. Yeah. All right, you got anyone else that you're interested in watching? I don't. Know Tillman, that Tillman, I do. Tillman, Tillman, the German kid, Malik. the German Malik, Not Malik, 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 because he's okay. Deutsche, he's German. Yeah, Malik Tillman, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Oh, we can add it to our list of sexy teams. Yeah. You excited? Malik Tillman? I know nothing. I neither do I, but a lot of buzz. Police lineup. Can't, <laughs> can't point him out. A lot of buzz. A lot Place of buzz. For Bayern Munich. A lot of buzz. Dual nationally declared for us. How about How about that's kind of that's maybe why like like I just got picked at the dance, you yeah. know, like so I'm going to dance with whoever picked me. How about Greg Berhalter? Just low key bringing in people. Some good at uh, the goalie uh Slonina. Yeah. Like and I don't know anything about goalies, but he could have been Poland. They they invited him to come play in their nations league. I know. <laughs> and he just out and said, "I'm playing for the states." Yeah. Did he ever go over there? I mean, that that's before he got invited by us. He didn't and get he didn't. invited to this roster. Yeah. He Berhalter told them, "Awesome, not right now." Yeah. Woo. So anyway, so that's those that's that's a good seven or eight things that we're we're excited about, which. That'll get me through. That'll get me through four games. And you know, listeners, if you're like, wait, the World Cup's in December. These games are in June. Why should I watch? They keep saying scouting and collect data. Like, people come out of this, you know. Like, always there are people- Demarcus Beasley back in the day, Landon Donovan. Six months before the World Cup, they were nobodies, and um, in the World Cup, they were stars. I mean, just stars. not before the last one, we could, but the the right. Julian Green. Yeah, I mean the one. Well, he scored in a big game for he us. Did. Anyway, um, watch, listeners. There's there's good stuff. If if you don't like the stories that we've kind of laid out or that we thought were intriguing, you could find your own. I'm sure it could be that next Wednesday we watch Morocco and do the pod. Says Ooh, me. That could be fun. That could be very fun. Five six thirty on a Wednesday. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. Panini time. Panini time. We're moving on. From Group H into Group G, Matthew decided we're going backwards, and it, it this works out. Yeah, I asked you to throw it out there, and so this works out because all four teams are actually in this group. You know who they are, so it's not like we're starting a yes. group and then we don't know who a team yes. is. So you picked a group 
that all four teams are present. Do we want to say who all four teams are? That's it's the next. We went from H to G, right? We're yep. just going to go backwards all the way to Cutter. Yeah, I yes. think supposedly. I mean, maybe or the USA. Maybe if we don't know, we're in like, Group A, right? Yeah. No. B. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But anyway, um, Switzerland. Switzerland is who we're talking about. They're in a group with Brazil, Serbia, and Cameroon. Ooh. Okay, so another kind of good group for us to kind of talk about different things, you know. Um, but we're talking about Switzerland today. I have a tip. Tell me about it. Don't watch. Don't watch what? Don't watch Switzerland. They are pretty boring to watch. And that brings up a couple of my points. <laughs> Something. No argument like, from you. No. Nope. Like, so they had in 2006. Oh, that's my list. In 2006, they were eliminated from the World Cup in the round of 16. And they didn't concede a goal. The entire time until the until the round of sixteen, they didn't concede a goal. And they didn't concede a goal in the round of sixteen, Clayton. Yeah, friend of the pod Tanner went to that game. He took a train because he got a ticket, and we were in the same city. And he took like a four hour train. I was like, man, I'm just too tired to go to this game. I know there's tickets available because no one wants to watch Ukraine or Switzerland. Worst game in World Cup <laughs> history. It is the first game, Clayton, in World Cup history. To go to extra time and receive zero shots on goal yeah. in the whole 120 minutes. Yeah. Go to penalty shootout, which was one like two to one or something. Yeah. It was even bad penalties. Well, and that like remember they had the, they had Licksteiner and that uh, what's that Rodri- Rod- Rodriguez? Yeah, they did have Rodriguez. Ricardo Rodriguez, yeah, Ricardo Rodriguez, like and like and then just these great. But anyway, they also in 2010 with the longest they set a World Cup record for most consecutive minutes without a goal so you just don't get in thrillers with, with Switzerland unless they, in 2010 they finished no no 1-1-1 and they beat Spain the world champs yes the World Cup champs of that year and they were not in the round of 16 because they were so crap against the other teams. Which is which is a contrast to they've also been part of the highest scoring game in the history of the World Cup. In 1954, 50s, they the hosted Olympics. the World Cup and they beat Austria seven to five. Okay, well, cool. But, but anyway, cool. Like, can I keep going with yes, this? Yeah. 2014 in the round of 16, they lost Argentina one nothing in extra time. <laughs> 2018, they lost to Sweden one nothing in the round of 16. Yeah. So what do we know? They will advance. And that's not even their European records, because I'm and I'm sure their European records because that's just the way they play. It's just been really they methodical. Will, they will advance, Clayton. <laughs> and they will lose in the round of sixteen without scoring. <laughs> and Jan Summer, their goalie, I love that dude. He's yeah. awesome. Cool, great hair. Um, they for the longest time, it was just so methodical and boring to watch. But you know how I always like to mention players. They've got some people. The player that They've I got that, some to keep to be on the lookout for, Briel Ambolo. Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that in club form, he, I just never see him do anything. But when he plays for Switzerland, he makes he makes fun, exciting things happen. They're they're a different team with him. Like a lot of times it's him going on his own because that's but but that's kind of fun and exciting to watch. Think taller, faster Landon Donovan. Yes, good you, good analogy. They play him the ball, he runs down the field good. and maybe he, he scores. He, he's a tall like, he kind of looks like a windsock man yeah. and he just is kind of all over the place like legs and arms flailing and just fun kind of things have he'll go on like a 60-yard run and maybe not finish it but it's fun to watch. He probably would be the best player on the USA Clayton. Ooh. He's really good. Yeah. But he's I know. We're supposed to sell it like... I mean, the cliche that you're supposed to go against is like, 
it's not your mama's Switzerland. No, we but can't it, say it that. Is. We can't. It right? They just there's just one guy up front that we can actually name. It's pretty electric to watch. Zachary, before that, Zachariah's pretty good. I love. I, I have him on my list. Shakiri, but like Shakiri, he's just he's a Zachary. He's a uh, athletic soccer players. He's a soccer players guy. You know what I'm saying? He's the old uh, uh, for for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's that guy. I think he's more of a Arsenal guy. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Is he Patrick? Uh, Vieira, y- yes, or is he Claude McAuley? Yeah, there we go. We both knew who we meant, but he's not—he's not either of those guys. But he's along those kind of same line, dominant center midfielder. But yeah. you don't watch a game. But anyway, for a exactly. Warm. Like we're not telling you to be on the lookout for this guy. We we appreciate him as a good player. <laughs> when there's two games at the same time, don't watch a Switzerland one. Yeah, and they do have—they have a guy <laughs> named Jeraton Ger- Shakiri. <laughs> And his his nickname is the, uh, the yeah. Alpine Messi. Yeah, he's and currently that, that's sucking inter- that's, balls that's, at that's, Chicago Fire. Yeah, that's that's entertaining. <laughs> the Alpine Messi. So he's getting eight million dollars a year in Chicago. The dude is not going to be performing. Yeah, he's got guaranteed money. Yeah, if you're buying tickets to a World Cup, you're not buying a Switzerland ticket. Unless I hope you're, unless you're Swiss. <laughs> I hope Tanner listens because it was he came back. He was like, "That's the worst thing I've ever seen." <laughs> All right, I have a free kick. Do you? No. Brought to you by Trevino Tile. Like I said last week, Trevino Tile took care of my tiling needs. Let them take care of your tiling needs. For three generations, Trevino Tile taking care of people's tiling needs. Is Panini just your official free kick now? Because it's been free kickless for you for a while. I don't know why I, I, I thought I had one. Let me, you do yours and then maybe I will have one. It's going to be a minute and a half here to say. Uh, I think we need to come back to this. In one of these off weeks, Clayton. But SAFC to MLS. What? Is a thing. SAFC to MLS. So we've got like eight former MLSers on SAFC. Cool. But this week, man, it's like, whoa. Hear me out. Courtney Ford. Seven starts for Fort Sporting KC this year. Oh, I see we, where you're we going We took him on this. a loan. We let him play. Colorado let him go. And he's doing really well. Yep. Unfortunately, two weeks ago, he got his butt burned by Nathan Fogasha. I saw Na- I texted you. I saw Nathan playing the late game on Sunday night down at the beach. I turned it on for Portland Timbers. He was like in the middle of, you know, in the, they lost. Yeah. He was in the middle of it. Number 99. He got a brace. He's only played in three games, but he signed late, and he's getting minutes regularly I mean, now. he didn't sign with them. He signed with the Tacoma Defiance or whoever. And all he's doing is playing MLS because they don't really have a forward. Yeah. And then the third guy... St. Clair, Dane St. Clair of Minnesota, 11 starts. And I sent you the Reddit post where someone says, this guy's got to make the Canadian national team. He might go to the World Cup, Clayton. Very cool. He might be to the World Cup. Very cool. And we got to see him play right here in front of us. And just like Haji Wright and Tyler Adams. Man. So it ain't nothing. No, that's something. So we're, that's it. We're ending today. So we'll, uh, we'll see everyone later. Buenas noches. Go USA.